0: Hello, everyone. Welcome to Sorpreneurs. This is Chevelle McPherson, your hostess with the mostest. And I am excited, as always, because I have another amazing guest who I'm bringing you today, Farrah Stanton. Farrah is a travel consultant. However, I want to give you a little bit of her background because she didn't start off in this industry. But I'm going to share with you today how she got into this industry. And at the end of the show, she's going to give you some nuggets and some tips of how you can step into your second career or leave a job and go after your passion and make it profitable because that's exactly what she did. So she started off, Baron started off um, as a college student. Right, At she was, She's a graduate from Xavier University in Cincinnati. And after college, she worked for 10 years in the, in the government contracting um, area. She worked for several different governments doing contracting work. And she was doing that in both the private and public sector. And she ultimately, um, because she's always liked to travel since she was a child, she decided to do her side hustle which was start a travel business. And it's always been her passion to travel. And as of today, she's visited over 40 countries. And over the past five years, she's hosted numerous small group escapes where she's introduced herself and others to extraordinary cultural experiences through travel. And as of last year, Farron was able to actually leave her full-time government job and create her own business so she is now the founder and ceo of be humane llc and her company focuses on educating advancing and empowering people of all hue near and far by means of teaching and teaching them traveling and allowing them to engage in awesome traveling experiences whether it's for a retreat whether it's a wedding whether it's a small group um, whether it's a bachelor party, it doesn't matter, Farron can set it all up for you. So I'm excited today to bring her to you. How are you, Farron?
1: I'm wonderful, Chevelle. Thank you so much for having me.
0: I am happy to have you. So before we get into this awesome business that you have built for yourself which I, you know, I love to travel. So I cannot wait to talk about that. But I know as I mentioned earlier, before you started your business be humane, you actually were working as a government government, government contractor, correct?
1: Yes, I was working in um, contracting and acquisitions for the government. I worked uh, across four different agencies, as well as the private sector.
0: Okay, so tell me a little bit about that. How did you get into that work?
1: Uh, Well, it was something that was an opportunity that presented itself when I first graduated from undergrad and is in the business field. I went to school for, for business, so until I, you know, figured out um, what I exactly wanted to do in a field, I decided to take this job opportunity. Uh, it was, I did very well at it, but it wasn't something that I loved. And ten years later, you know, well, it was nine, close to ten years later, I stopped. Um, I quit.
0: Okay. Well, um, the, I, I love that you said you you did that job because an opportunity presented itself. And as you were working a job, you really came to realize it wasn't something that you love, and that's important for the listeners because that's what typically happens to most of us. We go to college, we get our education, um, we send our resumes out to all these different places because we need a job, right? Exactly. <laughs> and then we we you know like I remember when I was in college and even in law school, I participated in. Um, career day where all these different employers came to the job, came to the school, and I applied at various companies. And usually when you come out of college, even though you have a major, you still usually have major expenses such as rent and life expenses and possibly student loans. So you have to be employed. So most people do just what you do. They, they, The opportunity that presents itself that's in alignment with their undergrad degree, they typically will accept that and then believe that life is going to be happily ever after. Was that your expectation, sort of?
1: Yeah, well, I won't, I wouldn't say life would be happily ever after. It was more so this, I can do this until I figure out what I really want to do. Like you said, bills still needed to be paid. So um, I needed a career path that in, in place until I figured out what it is that I was truly passionate about.
0: Well, that's interesting because I'm going to say you are a little bit different from some people in that you kind of, it sounds like to me, you always knew that there was going to be something else. And some people don't always know there's going to be something else. Like for instance, when I started um, working um, even in the legal field, um, even as an attorney, I I mean, I did, I thought, okay, great. You know, I'm a lawyer now. This is great. I'm going to ride this out to the sunset. I'll do this and retire. You know, I'll have my own business, but, then during the course of practicing, I realized that there were other passions and interests that I had, and I wanted to work with entrepreneurs and do coaching and consulting and stuff like that. So I kind of discovered it along the way, but you are, it sounds like you always had this idea that government contracting wasn't really going to be the, you know, the end all for you. You just didn't know exactly what it was going to be, Right.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Um, One of my mentors told me when I first started working, you know, you you learn, you go, and you grow. So as I was growing, I was figuring out the things that I liked, the things that I didn't like. And um, yes, I did do contracting for 10 years, but I was across four different agencies. So I did move around and the types in order to figure out, like, after I figured out some of the things that I liked and I didn't like.
0: That's good, and you know what? That's what um, that is real important when you are considering doing something other than what you are currently doing is the experience. When you when you when you're working in a, a job or you're at a career, typically it's the experience that'll say, you know what, I want to do something, you know, more, or I want to do something different, or I don't like this at all, or i realize realized that this is my passion. So you were again, one of the fortunate ones too, because you had a mentor who sort of guided you and told you, um, gave you some tips on trying to figure out um, what it is that you wanted to do. So tell me how it was that you decided to step into the travel
1: arena. Well, um, when I was younger, my parents and my other family members would take uh, myself and my cousins on vacations when we were younger, and I always loved doing that. And my aunt was actually a travel agent herself. So she would come back from trips from these faraway places with little trinkets and stories of places that she had been. And as a little girl, I was always so interested, and they always drew me in, so I wanted to know more. When I got older, then I started to travel more by myself or, or with friends and, and what have you. And then uh, as I started my travel blog, people started to ask me, hey, I want to go on a trip with you. And you know, a little light bulb went off saying, hey, I wonder if I can monetize doing what I love and help other people uh, navigate their way through traveling.
0: Um, I love it. And one of the things that you said <laughs> You wanted to see if you could monetize what you love. And I'm going to tell you how important that is for people because I'm not a fan of um, just doing what you're passionate about. I'm a fan of doing what you're passionate about if you can monetize it. (laughs) Because I tell people all the time, listen, the definition of passion is an uncontrollable emotion and nobody wants to run a business off of an uncontrollable emotion. However, if you can align that passion um with a plan and a strategy to monetize it then you will be fine um, but there's some people who say oh i have a passion for this i'm going to go open a business oh I, you know i'm passionate about this i'm going to start doing this and what you just said was you know it you kept your corporate job you kept you 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 did not give up your job because you realized you had this passion that you wanted to explore but it sounds like you were um, responsible enough in that you said, you know what? Let me see if I can monetize
1: it. Right. Right. Absolutely. It was kind of a proof of concept, you know. Like you said, some people just because you're passionate about something doesn't necessarily mean it's um you can make money off of it. Right. Right. Right.
0: Absolutely. And it's it's important that you um you like you said explore it. And a lot of times people say, oh, I'm, you know, I'm sick of this job. And I have this passion and this desire to do X, Y, and Z. So I'm going to quit my job and I'm just going to go after my passion. And if you do that and you don't have a plan in place or you don't have the resources in place, you don't have the credit in place, and it's just you and that passion that doesn't always end up, end up well. Yeah, um, absolutely. Right. You know, because you, you know, I do believe in jumping. I believe in taking risks, but I believe in taking calculated risks and I believe in ha- having strategies and plans in place, um, because other than that, it's just—it's not a risk. It's foolish.
1: Would you not agree? Yeah, I—I I know I know what you mean.
0: Yeah. So what I'm going to do right now, I want to—I'm um, going to take a brief break. We're going to come right back, and then I just want to talk to you about um, what what led you to actually fire your boss, <laughs> leave <laughs> your job, <laughs> and then go off and pursue your passion of travel. Um, and and what how did you realize that you can monetize it so i'm going to discuss all of that when we come back um we're going to take a brief commercial break and i'll be right back with farrah Stanton, and we will talk about how she left her job and how she created her company be humane llc we'll be right back hello everybody. Everyone, welcome back to Sorpreneurs. This is Chavelle McPherson, and I'm here with Farrah Stanton. And we have been talking about how she left her government contracting job um, of 10 years experience to go off and work in her passion, which is the area of traveling. And she became the founder and CEO of Be Humane LLC, which is her company, and it focuses on traveling um, consulting services. So Baron, I would like for you to tell us um, how did you come to quit your job and, and create your business?
1: Sure. Um, I think that's something that a lot of people ask me um, as an entrepreneur, like how did you initially take that leap? And um, for me, uh, it was kind of like uh, I started, I had an opportunity that presented itself when I was working in Brazil To teach English. So I took a month off. I spent some time in Brazil to see if I could actually uh, live abroad. And then I came back home, uh, talked to my family about it, and sat sat with the idea for a while, trying to to determine if I actually could live abroad and if I could monetize my business. I know that sometimes entrepreneurs say family and friends don't necessarily uh, help their businesses a whole lot when they first start off because they want, you know, they sometimes your family and friends want to see, uh, you know, just how good you are at doing what you are. But my family and friends, I've been fortunate enough, have helped me when I released my first trip to everyone. I was see my subscribers on my blog. And it was to Bali, Indonesia. And this, this trip was monumental for Be Humane because it was the first time that I could see whether or not I could monetize uh, uh, my passion for travel and getting a group of people together that don't know each other in a different place and navigating them through the uh, some of the very cultural experiences in the country, the, very, the different foods, the, the people, the sights, um, the fun. Uh, so... After that trip, I came back and I thought, okay, well, let me figure out what else I could do in the travel field. I partnered up with my uh, aunt, who was also a travel agent. She was one of my mentors and was extremely helpful in my growth as a travel agent and travel consultant. And I said, hey, how do I continue to do this on a larger scale? And that's where Be Humane came from. I started to plan um, uh, vacations for larger groups, for um, honeymoons, for wedding parties, et cetera. And that's what Be Humane basically is today.
0: Wow, I love it. And one of the things that you said, which I always tell entrepreneurs, which is critically important, um you said that you also consulted with your aunt who was your mentor because she had already been in this business and obviously if she's been in this business she had sort of a, her own system or blueprint in place so she was able to guide you and give you some advice and i tell entrepreneurs all the time i'm a firm firm believer that almost every entrepreneur especially when you're new in business you should definitely have a mentor because they will definitely help you get to where you're going faster. They've been there. They've made the mistakes. They can help you avoid the mistakes. I always say you're either going to invest in a, a mentor or you're going to invest in making lots of mistakes. Which one do you want to do? Right? Absolutely. I am a smart person. So I believe in investing in a mentor as opposed to investing in the mistakes. And it sounds like that was a wise choice on your behalf because your company is doing well, Correct.
1: Yes, right. yes, 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 I completely agree with you.
0: Right, so tell me um, about, tell me about what, um, all that you're doing now in Be Humane in your travel industry.
1: I'm um, Sure, so... Um, Uh, As I mentioned earlier, one of my first group trips was in Bali. We've had five more since then, uh, which were hosted um, experiences where I actually travel with a group to a country and I help them navigate through what um, their itinerary is laid out for them. Or I have planned travel services for other groups where I'm not actually on the trip. So, Be Humane right now has on the calendar three hosted escapes for 2020. There are, there's one in March and April to Chile and Bolivia. There's one in um, April to Jamaica. And there's one for New Year's Eve in Bocos del Toro, Panama. And right now, those are the three escapes that we have released so far for the 2020 calendar. There will be more to come, but as I said, if these things do not fit on your calendar, or if you want a itinerary to somewhere else, something a little different, then we definitely still help with those services as well.
0: So you actually, you put some trips and excursions together, but you also help individuals and groups if they want to put a particular itinerary in place, correct?
1: Yes, absolutely. We planned um, several bachelor and bachelorette, bachelorette parties, um, wedding, small wedding gatherings, um, family vacations. You you name it. Anything that you can think of for travel for a group, we've done it. So
0: I love it. So what do you what do you um, what would you say to someone who has a job, whether it's a corporate job or some other type of job that they're in? Um, that they're not happy with or they are wishing that they could go up and do something that they love. What advice would you give to someone because you've been very successful in um, transitioning from full-time government employee to now this amazing businesswoman um, that is not only um, not only running a business but running a business that you love and doing what you love, which is traveling. So what what advice would you give to? Um, a, 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 you know, someone who wants to step out into the entrepreneurial world, but they're holding on to that job, that steady paycheck, even though they're not happy, but they're secure. What would you say for them?
1: Sure. I say, number one, write it down, write down what it is that you want to do, whatever you're passionate about, um, and then transition to, can I monetize it? And before you are able to answer those questions, once you wrote it down, find a mentor. And I know I keep saying mentors are important, but as you also said, they will tell you the, show you the mistakes that they made that will help you not make those same mistakes. They've been in the business. They know, they know what they're doing and you can learn from them. Hopefully not make, make it better than whatever they've done in their business.
0: I love it. Those three nuggets, if you didn't write them down, I'm going to repeat them because they are very important. Um, Farron said you should write it down. And I believe that writing down things are very important. I mean, even Oprah talks about this. There's something in the power of memorializing something because it kind of makes it look like um, it, 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 it it gives you a reason to, to look at your goals differently because they're not just in your head now you have them on paper so whenever you become hesitant or you um, want to try to forget about them you can't because you put it down on paper so writing things down writing things down are very important and also the other thing she mentioned which I talked about earlier which I definitely um, recommend to anyone who wants to turn their passion into profit is to make sure you can monetize it you can't leave your job just to do something you love only because you're passionate about it. You have to make sure it's twofold. You're passionate and it's monetizable. If if that's even a word, I'm making it a word today. It has to be passion and monetizable because if not, it's not it's not gonna work out well because business is commerce and we can love things all day long, but at the end of the day, if you're in business, you're in business to make money. So you have to make sure that you can turn your passions into profit. And the last thing she said, which is probably one of the most important as well, finding a mentor. Um, No matter what business area that you go into, there is always someone who has come before you. And that person has already navigated the difficult road. And that person now has insights that they can warn you about they also have a blueprint that they can guide you down and they have lots of wisdom that they can share with you. So it would be very, very useful and wise of you to consult a mentor in the area of business that you are pursuing. It is critically important and it can save you lots of time and money in the long run. And
1: um, I can't emphasize that. So um,
0: Farron, is there anything else that you want to share with the listeners
1: Sure. Um, I'm going to speak directly to anyone who's interested in the travel field, you know, who's interested in um, becoming, doing something like a travel consultant or a travel agent. You know, finding a mentor in the, the industry is important, and then finding a proof of concept um, is also important to see if you can actually, you know, put a group together, travel with them, and monetize uh, this this business that you are testing this passion that you are testing.
0: Do you have any regrets for leaving your job and, and going
1: off and starting this business? Uh, the only regret is I wish I would have done it sooner. Yes. <laughs> I,
0: that's what most people say. And you know what, when you, when I hear people say that, um, it's, it's just a testament that a lot of people are sitting on gifts and talents because they're waiting for what I, I what they believe to be is the right time, and I always tell people the time is really now. <laughs> um, if you have a desire to start a business and you have a passion and a skill, you it you know you really need to 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 write it down. You need to come up with a plan of, of making sure you can monetize it. Start testing it out, and when you get some some proof of concept then go for it Uh, because there are no guarantees in life. It doesn't mean that, you know, you're going to be successful because you might, you may not be, but you won't, you will never know. But here's the thing. If you at least go for it, you have the chance of the business becoming successful. If you don't go for it, there is no chance. It absolutely won't be successful because you didn't step out and give it a shot. So at the end of the day, it's all about stepping out on faith, giving your dreams, your passions, the possibility to exist, live, and thrive. And there are people out here that are waiting on your gifts and talents. I mean, Farron just said they have three trips planned, three beautiful escapes planned for 2020. So there are a lot of people that are gonna be going on these excursions and these travel um, experiences with Farron that if she did not step out and leave her corporate job, they may, have, they may be missing out on experiences. So I always tell people that your gifts, your talents, your dreams, your businesses, they're there to serve other people. They're not just for you. So don't be selfish and and, and hold back and stay confined into jobs and careers that you are already miserable in anyway. You know, get yourself a mentor, write things down, put a plan together, and you don't have to have everything together. Just just have the first step down. Like, this is the first thing I need to do and, and, and take that step. The first thing could be getting a mentor. The mentor could actually help you put the plan together. But you have to take some type of action so that you're not sitting on your job. You know, Farron just said the only thing she regrets is not leaving sooner. <laughs> so, you know, you, maybe this is a, a wake-up call to some of you out there that are waiting for the right time. There is no right time, there is no perfect time. You have to make the time right, which means you just have to put things in place and you have to be willing to step out on faith, take a calculated risk,
1: get yourself a mentor, and just like Mikey says, just do it right, Farron. Yes, just do it. Absolutely, those are wise words. Wise words, yeah. And
0: so, uh, Farron, how can they get in touch with you if they want to talk to you about? Uh, anything that we discussed on the show, or if they want to go on one of these
1: excursions, how can they reach out to you? Sure. We are on Facebook and Instagram. I'll give the Instagram first. It's B-B-E underscore Hugh, be humane on Instagram, and you'll see pictures from, um, some of our um, clients on different excursions. You'll see pictures from our escapes and you'll also see information um, about our upcoming escapes and information that helps you travel. Um, also on Facebook, we are BeHumane together. B-E-H-U-E-M-A-N-E on Facebook. And we also post the same things, uh, similar things that we post on our Instagram as well as articles related to the travel community.
0: Great. I love it. So I want to thank you so much for coming by. I want to thank you for sharing your solopreneur journey of leaving your corporate job and creating this awesome business and creating awesome experiences for people um, that enjoy to travel as well. And for um, stepping out and and living your passion um, in a wise way by making sure before you did it that you could monetize it. And for coming on the show and hopefully um, giving the listeners some motivation uh, to go out and live their passion and monetize their passion and, and put their gifts out into the world and to stop waiting for the right time and the perfect time. Because as we just talked about, now is your time. I mean 2020 is right around the corner there are some people who made resolutions back in the beginning of 2019 that still haven't acted upon it because they're still waiting on something so maybe you know this conversation that i just had with farron will be your wake-up call um, to get up get out get started and start start turning your passion into profit okay farron thank you so much for stopping by i wish you so much success I'm so happy to see all the great things you're doing in your business and helping other people get out there and see the world. Oh, so I want you. you to- Oh, thank yeah, you so much, you... Jevelle, for having me. Oh, you're welcome. And I can't wait, you know, to next time we talk to see how many countries you've added to your list, because as of today, she's traveled to over 40 countries, ladies and gentlemen. So, you know, um, if she can do it, you can do it. With that said, I want you to- um, I want you guys to, to take this information and implement it. I want you to start writing down what it is you want to do. I want you to start figuring out if you can monetize it. And I want you to get a mentor. And if you need anything further, Farrah's giving your information. Obviously, you know how to contact me, info at And as always, I would love to continue these entrepreneurial conversations. Same time, same place next week. And as I always say, Your opportunity could be on the other side of an obstacle. So keep on soaring. All right, ladies and gentlemen, talk to you soon. Have a good day. See you later, Farron. Thanks for stopping by. Bye. See you, Chevelle. Bye-bye.